Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading from Philemon chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, and Timothy, our brother, unto Philemon, our dearly beloved, and the fellow laborer, and to our beloved Aphia, and Archippus, and our fellow soldier, and to the church in thy house. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God, making mention of thee always in my prayers, hearing of thy love and faith which thou hast toward the Lord Jesus and toward all saints, that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you, in Christ Jesus. For we have great joy and consolation in thy love, because the bowels of the saints are refreshed by thee, brother. Wherefore, though I might be much bold in Christ to enjoin thee that which is convenient, yet for love's sake I rather beseech thee, being such an one as Paul the aged, and now also a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I beseech thee for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my bonds, which in time past was to thee unprofitable, but not profitable to thee and to me, whom I have sent again, but thou therefore receive him, that is, mine own bowels, whom I would have retained with me, that in thy stead he might have ministered unto me in the bonds of the gospel. But without thy mind would I do nothing, that thy benefit should not be as it were of necessity, but willingly. For perhaps he therefore departed for a season, that thou shouldest receive him forever. Not now as a servant, but above a servant, a brother beloved, especially to me, but how much more unto thee, both in the flesh and in the Lord. If thou count me, therefore, a partner, receive him as myself. If he wronged thee, or oweth thee aught, put that on mine account. I, Paul, have written it with mine own hand. I will repay it. Albeit I do not say to thee how thou owest unto me even thine own self besides. Yea, brother, let me have joy of thee in the Lord. Refresh my bowels in the Lord. Having confidence in thy obedience, I wrote unto thee, knowing that thou would also do more than I say. But withal, prepare me also a lodging, for I trust that through your prayers I shall be given unto you. What we see here is the epitome of what forgiving will do. The Apostle Paul here was writing to his fellow laborer and saying to him that the young man that had stolen from him or had wronged him had run away from him. But he and Paul encountered each other and and after he met Paul, He turned to the Lord, and God saved him. And he started working with Paul. 
And so what Paul did was he sent him back to uh, the brother to tell him the relationship that you and I have. I'm sending this brother back to you for you to forgive him. I know he wronged you. I know he did what wasn't what profitable to you. But because the Lord saved him, if you entreat me as a brother, treat him like you treat me. Because besides, you wouldn't be saved today if it wasn't for me. So treat him as a brother. And so this helps us to understand today that holding bitterness and grudges in our hearts is not profitable. It is not good for us. It's best to forgive one another and continue to move forward and let the glory of God be revealed. This is what pleases God. And somewhere the prophet said, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And that's what we want to be continually strengthened by the Lord. Quote, treat people as if they were what they ought to be. And you can help them to become what they are capable of being. Geth. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the holy name of Jesus the Christ, again this morning, God, we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for the opportunity to experience the dawning of this new day with the saints of our mind and activity of our limbs. And as we prepare to embark upon this day, God, to go and perform the tasks you've set before us today, first and foremost, we ask for your forgiveness. In any way we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought, please be so kind as to forgive us that as we move forward today, God, that the things that we do accomplish in the goals that set before us, we're going to give you joy and you're going to continue to strengthen us to grow to be stronger, to be wiser, to be more loving, to be more caring, to be more compassionate. God, not just toward those of the household of faith, but men everywhere, that we're going to show them love. We just have to help them to, by the light of the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you've been so kind to let us come to, to the point that we have, that we are not going to do the things that they do because we can't walk as other Gentiles walk in advantage of their mind. We can't walk in the flesh trying to get people to walk away from the flesh. You told us by your word, Lord God, for us to walk in the spirit. And if we walk in the spirit, we won't satisfy the things of the flesh. But we know that the enemy is on the prowl, Holy Father. And he's out. We see him every day, all day, every day. And he's manipulating the mind of people because what we've come to understand in old adage is birds of a feather flock together. And the things that are in people's hearts the things that they want to do, the things that they feel all right with is where they want to spend their time with those people. And this is why there are so many people today that don't know and don't know that they don't know the intended purpose of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The intended purpose of the gospel of Jesus Christ is to turn you away from that darkness unto the light of the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. We praise you and we honor you, Lord. And we're asking you by faith in Jesus' name to be able to teach and demonstrate your word and retain the knowledge of your word, helping people to understand, God, that the separateness that we need to walk in 
Jesus laid the foundation when he was in the earth. Hallelujah, because the Bible said that he came to do the will of his father and he at his death, even though he laid down his life because he said no man can take it. But God, he said he came to do your will. But the enemy is working on the mind of man because without regeneration, without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we're walking in the flesh and the devil controls the flesh if we don't have the indwelling of the Christ of God. And this is why so many people are falling away from the truth when they never came to the full knowledge of the truth because the enemy don't want them to know the truth. They don't, the devil doesn't want us, God, to walk in the truth and in the knowledge of the gospel because he will lose his grip on us. He'll stop us from doing what he wants us to do because his intention is to keep us out of glory. But you let us know through your word and out of your love and compassion that a man must be born again. So said the Lord Jesus, of the water and of the spirit. And Satan want people to believe that all you got to do is just say in your heart, I, be I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin and I believe he's the Lord and, and go through that little process and, and then the preacher stand up and announce people as being saved. But Jesus said that a man must be born of the water and of the spirit and until the day of Pentecost came. Even the disciples, hallelujah, when Jesus, Holy Ghost, hallelujah, asked them, who did the people say that he was? They didn't even know in the sense of being the Christ of God. God spoke it through Peter. The people didn't know, hallelujah, who Jesus was, hallelujah, because if they had known him, who he really was, they would not have allowed the people to call him John the Baptist or to call him Isaiah, uh, Jeremiah, one of the prophets. But they didn't know like a lot of people today. They are caught up in the now. They're caught up in the moment, Lord. So help us that are baptized with the Holy Ghost. Help us that believe God by the guiding and the leading of your spirit with your word to help people to understand and we will give up seeking after the things of this life and seek after living the life, living for the life that is to come after this life. The things in this life wouldn't be as difficult. But the enemy is manipulating the mind of people and calling them to seek after the things. Hallelujah. God, Holy Ghost, that's what got him kicked out of heaven because he got all within himself. And that's what the devil is doing today, Lord. So help us that you baptized with the Holy Ghost. Every pastor everywhere today that will stand in the pulpit or stand before your people today by whatever means, God, to declare this gospel of Jesus Christ to the people to help them know, God, that your people were lost and there was no way for them to be saved because every man that had been conceived had been conceived in sin. So no man was pure enough to be the ransom, hallelujah, for the redemption of humanity. God, you called Abraham your friend. You walked Moses across the desert and back, delivering your people. God, hallelujah, but you decided that because they were all conceived in sin and shaping in iniquity, they didn't qualify because of the atonement, the propitiation. Hallelujah. God had to be clean and pure. So you gave us. Thank you, God. You gave us your only begotten son. You found a little girl. Hallelujah. Whose womb had not been contaminated by man. God, and you put your seed in there. And nine months later, Jesus came along. 
And when Jesus came along, hallelujah, God, we thank you, Lord. And for those, praise our God, that knew the prophecy, said that the Messiah would come, Holy Ghost, hallelujah. We know that even the scriptures teach us, hallelujah, that when the wise men were made knowledge of where to go and what to do, and when they got and they found him as it was spoken to them, hallelujah, by the angels, he would be in a manger in swaddling clothes, and he was born, and we thank you, God, today for that. Thank you for his birth, hallelujah, but he moved on from that, and he, he lived his life showing us how to live our lives in the flesh, that we can live our lives in the flesh and please God in every manner because when we get to the fact that we decide it's not my will, but thy will, the Father's will be done, hallelujah. When we get to that place, Lord, and I thank you for your word because it is what is the power to help us to overcome whoever it is we thought we were, the things that we thought we knew to understand what truth is. And we realize, hallelujah, that without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we cannot come to the full knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because even when Jesus, his disciples saw John, the disciples of John praying, and they wanted to learn to pray Jesus, they asked him. And so he said to them, after this man ought you to pray. And then he went on to teach them. When you pray, this is what you need to do. The first thing you need to do is acknowledge God, that you're talking to God. And then he let them know that, you, but you got to do it in his name. And that's my name, it's Jesus. So he said, after this man, I ought you to pray, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallelujah. Thy kingdom come as in heaven, even so in earth. And he was teaching his disciples to pray, not to him, but to pray to the father. And God, we thank you. We praise you, God, for your instruction. Thank you, hallelujah, for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, for God, for leading us and guiding us. Thank you for putting the people in our lives that brought us to the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you for baptizing us with the Holy Ghost. Thank you for bringing us through the valley experiences in our life. Thank you, God, for bringing us through the, the, the low times and the sickness and the the things that we were beset by one thing or another, even through our rebellion and disobedience. Thank you for bringing us through, hallelujah, to help humanity to know everywhere. When we reach now unto you, you will reach now unto us. Thank you, hallelujah, for looking beyond our faults and our flaws, seeing because you knew we needed to be saved. You know even this morning, the people that really need salvation, they need the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but because they're not being taught properly, they're just going on and they're just saying that I love the Lord. He's first in my life, praise the Lord, and going on. But the rest of the time, the rest of the week, they're spending their time running around with, with people that don't acknowledge you. God said, so we're asking you today for a refreshing from your presence from every pastor that they preach without fear, favoritism, or compromise but they preach with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence to help humanity everywhere to realize, hallelujah, that you have charged us to come out of darkness into this light of the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you have provided the means and the way for us to come out of the darkness that they're in. God, hallelujah, for those of us that were in that darkness, you got us out like you got us out. You'll get others out, but God, they've got to turn with their whole heart. 
help us to help them, to, to help people to understand. You, we can't do this by our feelings and our emotions. We got to feel this as per the instruction of your word, that when we seek you in sincerity and in truth, and when you see in our hearts that we really believe that we want to be your sons and your daughters in this last and evil and dark day, that at your discretion, you're going to baptize us with the Holy Ghost as the day of Pentecost was, and we're going to speak in tongues as you give us the other, so we will know, God, that the Holy Ghost has come, so that the feelings that we get sometimes, and we feel the presence of the Lord on us, but it never got in us, but we, hallelujah, so Jesus left it on record for us to know that we would know for ourselves that it had not just come on us, but it got in us when we were speaking another language at at his the discretion. Not that we went to school to learn how to speak Arabic or Hebrew or some of these other languages, Lord God, but because the Holy Ghost indwells us. When we pray, the Holy Ghost knows the things that we ought to say when we know not. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost will utter those things that we don't know. Hallelujah. So we need the baptism of the Holy Ghost to intervene for us in the name of Jesus the Christ. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. So bless these pastors, God, today. Let them stop being afraid to stand up and preach the truth. Let them stop, God, hallelujah, preaching just for money. And hallelujah, let them stop preaching, God, just because they can get favor with certain people. God, but help them to preach and to teach because the charge is that we are to preach and teach this gospel, God, according to your instruction to give you glory. That's my hope. That's my prayer. And I pray that every pastor everywhere, God will reach out to you in like fashion so that even the saints, God, when sickness come upon us, they won't just give up and quit and roll over, but they're going to keep crying out to you. Whatever it is, the doctor said, like so many people, it's almost when people say they got cancer, they give up and just almost start dying. But there are those, God, that have had cancer in their body that's looked to you and turned to you, God, and you took the cancer out of the body. And now they're going around there cancer-free. God, like you did it for me, hallelujah. God, and the others, thank you, mighty God, that you've done it for other sicknesses and diseases that you took them off of and you drove those spirits out of the people from from those sick beds as they cried out to you. And for that, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor because we know it was you that did it. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And when people pray and seek you today, you're going to do likewise. There are many people, God, that have called some people, God, to not want to even be saved because they didn't know and they didn't know that they didn't know or even if they came into the knowledge of the truth because they had desires to have some things in this life they allowed people to come into their lives and prophesying and saying things to them and telling them that they were this and that. And they got busy trying to do what those things were. And now they're lost. They're, they're blinded, God, hallelujah, for the lack of knowledge. And they're teaching and they're preaching things that are not true, that are not according to your word, because you're the Lord God, you change not. So says your word, hallelujah. You said in your word what you said to one, you said to all. God, but we know that the Christianity, God, has been infiltrated by spirits. God, hallelujah, that's contrary to the gospel of Jesus Christ. You told us to be holy, God, hallelujah, and separate. God, hallelujah, and peculiar. But when we look at Christianity even today, 
the means by which you gave us the opportunity that we could be saved from this underworld generation, that we could come back home to be you. But the devil is causing people to put more faith and trust in the flesh than in your spirit. When you've charged us by your word to walk in the spirit, we won't satisfy the things of the flesh. God, but help us today. God, pray, I pray, God, and I'm asking you to help me. As a pastor, God, I'm asking you to help every pastor everywhere to stop preaching all this new philosophy and all this new stuff. The scripture hasn't changed. God hasn't changed. The gospel hasn't changed. What he said to the first church, it's still the same gospel. There's no change in it. Hallelujah. The things in life change. You know, we don't, God, we know. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Help us to be able to help people to see, God, that during the early days of the church, they didn't have planes and trains and cars and things that go where they go. They didn't have the means, God, to do the things that we do today through modernization and technology. God, they, they, they can't, didn't have this ability. But the thing, what remains true, God, is that you, God, and you change not. And the holiness that you demanded then, you demanded today. The righteousness that you demanded then, you demanded today because they've always, you've always allowed people to have stuff. And the people that have things and they're wealthy and they're rich, they have always manipulated and took advantage of the people that didn't have. But God, I thank you this day for your love and your mercy. Hallelujah. When the mother carrying your only begotten son, when it was time for her to deliver, the people wouldn't even let her come in the inn, wouldn't let her into the motel or the hotel to get a good clean place to give birth to your son. Hallelujah. And she found herself in the livery stable with the animals. They had to take a, a trough, a feeding trough for the animals. God, and put some clothes and things, and cloth and got things in it to lay the newborn baby in that feeding trough and wrapped them in swaddling clothes, hallelujah. Even from his inception, the world didn't accept him. Right on down through time, the world has rejected our Lord Jesus Christ. God, and even today, there are still people that reject him. God, but for those of us that you baptized with the Holy Ghost and the enemy trying to take advantage of people's minds and they turn, people are turning and they're falling away. God, I'm asking you again this morning for myself and anybody else and everybody else. God, when we find an error in our life and we confess it and we ask you for forgiveness and get us back on the right path in life to preach this truth, to live this truth, to demonstrate this truth, God, hear our cry, hear their cry, whoever they are, Lord, and bring about restoration, bring a refreshing, restore them, Get them back on the right path in life, God, that they're teaching and preaching and demonstrating the gospel of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, hallelujah. God, that again, they'll preach and teach without fear, favoritism, or compromise. They'll teach and preach with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence because they know, God, that just like we were lost without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, people are still lost without the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and they don't know how easy it is to just receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But the devil makes it so hard because the people that don't know and don't know that they don't know, they argue their point. Well, why you can't do this and why you can't do that and what 
God, so, but we know for those of us that you've chosen to put your spirit in, God, hallelujah, I reach up to you, God, and I pray that you would continue to reach not down unto me, God, and me and others that believe this gospel for what it is, that we preach and teach this gospel to help others come out of darkness into this knowledge, God, of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that we don't have to stay in darkness. We can come out of that darkness. We don't have to continue to live the balance of our lives following tradition of men and, and vain philosophy, but we can hold on to your word, God, and it will fill our hearts and we will demonstrate of your truth. God, that you will be able, God, that where people have lost their livelihoods and their income, God, that because they pray to you and seek you and sincere than they're true, God, you want to grant restoration of self-sufficiency and financial independence, God, and people are going to wonder how did it happen, but it's going to be because the people that put their trust and their faith in you. And even though you let us get in valley experiences, but we don't give up on you, you're going to bring a refreshing to our lives and we're going to have things above, God, what we've ever had in our life, but we're going to give you glory with it as did Job, hallelujah. He lost it all, but you restored it all and some. And we believe today, as you said to the apostle Peter, that there is no man that have left mother, father, sister, brother, yea, God, and left his own life and followed him, hallelujah, that shall not receive 100-fold in this life and then inherit eternal life. So we believe, God, if we can help people to understand, to walk away from the rudiments of this world, stop letting the world lead them and guide them, and follow the gospel that you can save them, you will save them, you're anxious to save them from this underworld generation. We thank you, God, and strengthen the hearts of those that have lost loved ones like only you can. Turn every home into a God-presence home through prayer and the reading of your word together to drive out these negative spirits. God, and we give you glory for it. We honor you for it in the holy name of Jesus the Christ. And God, we believe, hallelujah, that until the day come that we get caught away, God, that you're going to continue to maintain our cause. You're going to continue to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. You're going to continue to supply us, God, according to your riches and glory with whatever it is that we need to be you, who you would have us to be in this last and evil day. And we'll be prepared on the day that the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds of power and great glory with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel. And when that trump shall sound, the prophecy of the word of God will come to fruition that the dead in Christ shall rise first and then those that are alive and remain on the earth that day, they shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. God, we're just trying to come home to be with you. And as long as we know, we know that you promised us that we can come home to be with you. In the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray and we do believe it so. Amen, and we thank you, God. Good morning again to everybody. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem, and there's nothing that happened to you today that God and you can't handle. And you keep prophesying to yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.